to the Great Roanoke Debate. For today's episode, our guest, Jenna Faulkner, has an in the show on debating whether the Roanoke colonists travelled across at all or were killed by the Native Americans. While listening, you want to learn something. So write down in the comments what you think about the Roanoke colonists. Now, let's meet our host, Debbie Ryan. Hi everyone, my name is Debbie Ryan. Today, our special guests are debating about what really happened to the Roanoke colonists, or at least what they think. So here's a brief summary about the lost colony of Roanoke. It started off in 1587, specifically April 26, 1587, when John Way and 117 other English settlers set sail to establish a settlement in America, and they had the end goal of starting that establishment for England. They arrived in Roanoke on July 22, 1587. A few months later, John White, a.k.a. the governor of Roanoke Colony, sailed back to England to get a fresh set of supplies when a major naval war broke out between the Spanish, and he did not have access to a ship which he needed in order to sail back. After three years, he was able to sail back to his family to realize there was no trace of the colonists. After searching around, he realized that he saw the word Croatoan carved into a nearby tree. He knew that there was a native island around 50 miles south of Roanoke called Croton, but he decided he couldn't go because of the bad weather heading his way, so he sailed back to England, wondering what happened to the 117 other colonists, his wife, and their baby. Anyway, let's meet our fine debaters, Jenna Falter and Sonoma Shaw, the honest historians. What's up everyone, I'm Jenna Faulkner and I'm a historian from the National Institute of History. My theory is that the colonists were killed by the natives. You're probably wondering why I think this. The reason being, because if they went to Croatoan Island, where there was already a settlement of Native Americans living there, in theory, they probably didn't accept them, and that resulted in death. One thing that made me think this is because, as a historian, we learn a lot. And one thing I learned was that Sir Ralph Lane attempted to establish a colony in North America. It all went well until Sir Ralph Lane made the Indians mad because of his harsh policies. He basically took the Indians for ransom and planned attacks on tribes to get more land. That could have resulted with the Indians being scared of people just like us. Okay, that is an amazing theory and reasoning, Jenna. But now we'll meet our other wonderful debater, Sonoma Shaw. Hey y'all, I'm Sonoma. Just like Jenna, I'm a historian from the National Institution of History. I specialize in colonists, which is why I believe that the Roanoke colonists traveled to Croatoan. The native island 50 miles south from Roanoke is called Croatoan. First off, in a forest nearby John White's old settlement, there was the word Croatoan carved into a tree. To back that up, before John left to get supplies, he told the other colonists to carve the name of the place that they were going in a tree if they were to leave Roanoke. He told them to put a cross underneath the name if they left because they were in danger. But no cross was there. Second of all, the colonists knew that Croatoan existed as they lived there for a month on their voyage, as our CSI packet stated. Alrighty, gals, it's commercial time! We have the Bigfoot Smile for the Teleportation Group of the North. Call the ones 111-111-111-111 if you want to be in the Bigfoot Smile for the Group. And just for your information, you must pay $100 just to get in. We're the Bigfoot Smile for the Group of the North, where all we do is teleport. 
Disclaimer, you will have to wait till the teleportation device is ready for teleportation. <laughs> Goodbye. That was a great commercial, Debbie, but who would really pay $100? Anyway, let's get started with our debating. Okay, Betsy, now that's enough talking. Take us down to the judges' table so we don't run out of time. Alright, alright. Let's get this party started. Here are our judges, Bonnie Wright and Emma Watson, from the very popular series, Harry Potter. Well, to start off my theory, one reason I think the colonists were killed by the natives was because when John Wright returned, they found the remains of both native and English skulls and bones. Also, the natives that lived on Croatoan Island weren't prone to fighting, but what if they had to? And like I said earlier, Sir Ralph Lane traveled to Roanoke before John White, John White made it back with a fresh load of food, which led me to believe that if Sir Ralph Lane made the Indians mad, like it states in our CSI packet, the Indians probably thought that John White's 117 other colonists were with Lane and just killed them all. Okay, interesting. Well, let's move on to Sonoma's theory and explanation. So about the natives. As our seaside packet says, the natives that were living in Roanoke were on pretty good terms, really, which leads me to think that they had traveled to Crowdzone. Also, the natives there were definitely not known for fighting slash murdering. Though they did murder the Spanish, which leads my reasoning to the Spanish and if they could have ha killed the colonists. But no, they couldn't have because, as I said, the natives had killed the Spanish before and they haven't even stepped on the island. So that's my debate on the natives and their antics. We are now. Good job to the Now, let's see what our judges have to say. So, you both led lovely debates, but I honestly think Jenna did a better job because he said that they weren't prone to fighting, but would, and that seems like something to fight for. Sorry, Sonoma. Hmm. I think that I'm also swaying towards Jenna's theory as well. I say this because, like Emma said, if they weren't prone to fighting, but what if they had to? That's definitely a reason worth fighting for. Anyway, they're both very great theories and reasonings, but let's get to our next topic. Next topic is on Crowdzone. Jenna, you will start again. Okay, to start with my next reasoning, Crowdzone was the native island 50 miles south of Roanoke, which, in theory, yes, could have been where the colonists traveled, but it's most likely that if they did travel there, they got killed by the natives. Now, from past events, we know that the natives would fight if they had to, and could definitely do such horrific acts if needed. So in this case, we know that the natives lived there before the colonists even traveled to Roanoke. This made me think that if the colonists truly traveled to Croton, the colonists would have gotten killed because that was where the natives already lived and that was their home. I am going to really disagree. As I said, I specialize in colonists. There is no way to actually prove that the colonists did travel to Croton, but there are loads of leading assumptions. Croton Island was owned by the Croton tribe. The leader was Manateo. Manateo had told John White that he had spotted a ship in which seemed to hold the colonists on it. Colonists of Roanoke, he had yelled to them. Our movie said so. But they just sailed faster and faster, but made a turn towards Manateo. Nothing else was traced after that. So that's only one reason why I think they certainly did travel to Croton. Great debate to both of you. 
Now, Bonnie and Emma, state your judgments. All righty. Jenna, you did just a fine job, but I think Esther and Emma did better. She gave much more evidence. Right then. Sorry, Jenna. Your reason was fantastic. Sonoma did not win by a landslide, but she did just nudge ahead of you. Congratulations, Sonoma. You are very persuasive. Ooh, it's tied. Two to two, ladies and gents. Let's go on to our final topic, the naval war between the Spaniels and the English. Um, sorry to interrupt, but we have to go to a commercial break. Well, isn't that just great? Way to be a negativity, Betsy. I know, I know. I'm sorry, Chief. Now, let's go to a commercial break. Jawbreakers, new and improved, is here to rock your world. For all those kids out there who just need a good lift up and spirit, go get some Jawbreakers, new and improved. We have three new flavors, too. Safe Stress Twist, Jawbreaker Extreme, a highly toxic formula formed into the shape of Jawbreaker. Now, I must love Jawbreaker, drumroll please. Dirt! Disclaimer! Jawbreakers, new and improved, are highly toxic and will break your jaw. We wasted 10 minutes of our podcast on that. Yes, but, but we didn't really waste our time. It was well spent on that commercial. Now, let's get back to the theories. Sonoma, you may go first for this topic. Alrighty now. I've been going easy on you, Jen Jen. So I think that when John White went back to England for supplies, the colonists realized that they were waiting three years too long after eight months passed. The colonists most likely packed up and left on a search for their governor. Later on, they got lost and sailed to Croton, as I said last round. When John White came back, he saw a Croton carved into a tree, which is why my theory makes so much sense. And about the war? Oh, well, the natives are always at sea for food. So they probably saw the battleships and knew that accepting the colonists would be the right thing to do so that they stayed safe. Okay, okay, crowdies. It's time for Jenna to debate, so don't settle down yet. Go on, Jenna, fight back. Okay, I see how it is. Two complete vacuum, little Noma. Let's get it on. One reason I think the naval war affected the colonists and John White was because when the war broke out, it gave the natives a chance to totally slaughter the colonists. I mean, seriously, the colonists didn't have any kind of self-defense training. As our CSI packet states, if the natives did kill the colonists, we know that the natives are capable of hiding and killing them. I am so astonished, you guys. It is so unbelievable that you two are so young but so talented. I absolutely love the reasoning that you thought of, Sonoma. But something about it made me feel like all you were doing was inferring throughout that round, while the others were facts. With that being said, Jenna, you've gained my vote. What do you think, Bonnie? All right, they're both very lovely debates, and I'm amazed about how much effort went into this. Jenna, I'm going to be completely frank with you, though. Sonoma, I think that you did a better job. Now, don't get me wrong, Jenna, you did a brilliant job, but Sonoma barely inched ahead. Well, this concludes our great Roanoke. No, 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 no. This cannot be true. I sat here and hosted this podcast because I thought that Jenna would have won my landslide. If I was told that it was going to be a tie, I would have chose different judges. Maybe I'm very kid once this time. 
I was right about you two. You guys are huge imbeciles. Kick them off, Betsy. I demand you. Stop. Wait. Cut. Thank you so very much for listening to our podcast. And special thanks to... Debbie Ryan, played as Sonoma. Betsy Oswald, played by Jenna. Emma Watson, <laughs> played by Sonoma. Bonnie Wright, played by Jenna. Sonoma Shaw, played by Sonoma. And, and last, last but not least, least, Jenna Faulkner, played by Jenna Faulkner.